I love this feast. I love this saint, Saint Matthew, the tax collector. We still call him that. And he's like, uh, I was also an apostle and an evangelist, but we know him as Saint Matthew, the tax collector, and there's something really good about that. Don't underestimate how bad Saint Matthew was. This is Saint John Chrysostom. It's a great little quote. He's talking about Matthew's profession as a tax collector. The pursuit was one full of all insolence and boldness and a mode of gain whereof no fair account could be given, a shameless traffic, a robbery under cloak of law. (laughs) That's a saint talking about St. Matthew because that's how bad it was. I was trying to think, I told someone earlier tonight, the only way to understand, like maybe not the only way, but maybe a way to understand how hated tax collectors were at the time of Jesus would be to go to Ukraine, to have Russia invade, and to have Ukrainians collaborate with the Russians to extort their own people. So if you're a Ukrainian, you would hate a fellow Ukrainian who was doing that. Now you're in the realm of how bad the Jews hated tax collectors. Matthew's not well put together. But here's the gospel. And watch what happens. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the customs post. One sentence. We're like, okay, that's what's happening. No, there's so much that's happening. Jesus is on the move. He sees Matthew Harken back to what Bishop Better said to us on Sunday about how important it is to see. Jesus sees Matthew. He sees all of Matthew. He sees what Matthew's doing. He's sitting at the customs post. He's extorting his own people in that very moment. But Jesus' sight is way more than that. Because most of the contemporaries of Matthew would have seen him as that heinous, awful person that he actually was. But Jesus sees beyond it. He sees, maybe it's better to say, he sees through it. He sees through what Matthew is actually doing, the identity that has been formed around him because of his sin, and Jesus sees who he is actually He sees through Matthew, the tax collector, the extorter of his people, the greedy man who didn't care about his own kin and aligned with a hated foreign power. And Jesus sees an apostle, an evangelist, a saint. And then Jesus says, follow me, follow me. Now, Jesus didn't tell him, you're gonna be an apostle. You're gonna write a gospel that will change human history. He didn't say any of that. He just says the simple, follow me. Here's how St. John Chrysostom finishes that quote I started. 
He names all the bad things. And then, quote, Yet nevertheless, he who uttered the call was ashamed of none of these things. Jesus is not ashamed to call a tax collector to be an apostle and an evangelist. And brothers and sisters, what does that mean for you and me? Jesus sees us. He sees all of us in our totality. Does he see your sins? Yep. Whether you confess them or not, he sees them. Does he see my sins? Yep. Whether I confess them or not, he sees them. But he sees through those things to who we really are. And he's not ashamed of those things, even if we are. Because his love for us is what defines us. There's that great quote from St. John Paul II. We are not the sum of our faults and failings. We are the sum of the Father's love for us. We're not defined by our mistakes. We're not defined by our sins. We're not the sum of our faults and failings. We're the sum of the Father's love for us. So when Jesus sees Matthew, even though he is sinning at that very moment, his look of love pierces through the sin and calls the true man forward into relationship. Follow me. Get right behind me. Follow me. And here's the thing. Matthew does. He gets up and follows He moves. See, Jesus is on the move at the start of the gospel. As Jesus was passing by, he's walking. And he sees Matthew who's stuck and sitting. And Jesus doesn't stop. He looks and sees and says, follow me. Because God is a God of movement. He's bringing us somewhere. Sin gets us stuck. We get stuck. But God is on the move. Matthew gets up and that made all the difference. It changed the world. It changed the moment right then. He got up and followed Jesus and then he brought all his friends. And Jesus and his disciples got to evangelize all of them because one man got up. Do not underestimate the power of your yes to Jesus Christ. One person, you, getting up to follow him, letting Jesus see you, see the real you and call you forward and you saying yes to that, that changes the world. It did in Matthew's life. It did right in the gospel, but it's changed the world. How many people have been blessed by reading the gospel of St. Matthew? Where would we be without it? Jesus saw that he was the perfect man to be an apostle and an evangelist. When Matthew would have said, I'm the worst, Jesus says, you're the perfect man. Follow me. Watch what I can do with you. He got up. There's a great church in Rome, St. John Lateran. It's one of the four major basilicas. And in the nave of the church are the apostles. 
carved in huge marble statues. 12, 14 feet high. They're imposing. They're meant to be imposing. Most of them hold the implement of their own death. St. Matthew died a martyr's death. But Matthew's statue is different. He's got his gospel, a huge gospel book. He has this intense look and he's writing and he's so focused. But under his feet, he's standing on something. A bag of money. I love it. I love it. Look it up tonight. Just do St. John Lateran, St. Matthew statue. Watch the image. This intensity of him looking at the gospel because that's claimed his life. That's what he's about now. And he's standing, stomping on what once mattered to him but matters now no more. This bag of money. Total victory. That's what grace can do. That money was the thing that drove Matthew when he was a sinner. Now it doesn't matter a lick. What might it be in your life? What's the thing that holds you back from getting up and following Jesus, from really going after him? If you let Jesus look at you, if you let him see you, if you listen to his call of love, and if you have the courage of Matthew to get up and move, someday, maybe not in the church, but maybe, but certainly in heaven, there'll be an image of you on fire with the Lord's love and standing on the very thing that once kept you from Jesus. That happened in Matthew. It's meant to happen in us. Brothers and sisters, may we stand up and follow Jesus. Like St. Matthew, may we make a move. St. Matthew, the apostle, pray for us.